say, I want to be the best, so I want to do this, so I want to do that. And if things in your life don't line up with that, get rid of that. It's not important. How do you improve? What do you study? You know, when I watch film, I'm always looking at not just what's happening, but what could happen, right? Good and bad. You know, if we did this, you know, that would be successful. Yeah, but what if the defense countered with that? And then what if we counted with this? And what if it counted with that? It would take me four and a half hours to watch one game just because I was curious and trying to figure new things out. And then from a competitive standpoint, it's just really simple, man. I'm, I'm there to just absolutely demoralize and, and dominate the person that I'm playing against and the team I'm playing against. When I play against somebody and we line up, you guard me, my whole purpose was to get you to reconsider your life choice to play basketball, right? So at the end of the day, you'd be like, you know what? Maybe this isn't for me. You know, and that was my mentality going into every single game is just to absolutely obliterate this guy. You know, the, the fact of the matter is I'm still trying to get better. So if I'm playing against a weaker opponent and, you know, I start coasting, I'm building nothing but bad habits myself. You know, if you want to play at an excellent level, if you want to do something excellent, you have to be excellent all the time. It's a way of life. It's not just I show up on Monday and be excellent. No, it don't work that way. Right? You got to be excellent across the board, right? And that's how you build habits. When excellence becomes a habit, and that's just who you are. Loving the process, loving the daily grind of it, and putting the puzzle together. It seems, it seems like you know, this generation seems to be really concerned with the end result of things versus understanding, you know, appreciating the journey to get there, which is the most important. The trials and tribulations that come along with it. I mean, you have you know, successes, you have failures, but it's all part of the end, right. the end game. And what I see a lot of time from young players is you know, they'll try, they'll push, and all of a sudden they get hit with some adversity. Nah, let me do something else. Instead of staying with it, you just, just stay with it. Exactly. <laughs> you know, a lot of guys just kind of give up on it because it's not happening now. That's exactly right. You know, everybody wants to be the beast, but not everybody wants to do what the beast do. You heard, you heard <laughs> yeah, that oh one yeah. before. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, but, um, and, and that's the challenge. But, that, that's what I love about the process of being a coach. I mean, I, you know, with my kids, we, we talk a lot about just teaching excellence. Because it translates, right? Whether it's football, basketball, or you know, baseball, whatever it is, once you learn what excellence looks like, you can translate that into any field. Right? It's basketball, you translate into writing, or you know, whatever the case may be. Once you have what that excellence looks like and what that detail and attention to detail looks like, then you have a foundation that you can build anything on top of. You know? We are sort of oriented toward helping people be successful and making the choices and decisions to be successful. And they say, well, if you go there, you won't have any fun. <laughs> I, I got to laugh. That, that's funny. That's so funny. That's such a, that's such a, like a, um, like an average thing to say. Like, I, I just don't, what the hell does that even mean? You, you know, have fun. All right, what are you, <laughs> the fun of it is, is knowing you did your best to do something very right, well. Right, I mean, that's the fun of it. Right, right. So. Being excellent, being excellent is fun. I mean, I have a, a, one of my good friend of mine is Nadia Kobanichi. And so I asked her just out of the blue, because I kept hearing people say this about her. She missed her childhood and all sorts of stuff. And I said, you know, how do you feel about that? She goes, I don't know what the hell they're talking about. I learned how to be the best in the world, and I traveled the world and saw some amazing places. Most of my friends were being children, doing what? Hanging out at the mall and shopping? Right. What, what's fun about that? I'm the best in the world. Right. That's fun to me. <laughs> but I think we live in a little bit more of a, where do I get my self-gratification from? And do you really love the game, and do you love doing the things you need to do to be the best? 
or do you just want to get some feedback over here on Twitter yeah. you know, about what you did or how somebody else thinks about you? And I think that's not really good for developing self. You're not. You're just going to fake it. You're going to fake it until you want to go up against somebody that is not faking it. And they're going to call you bluff. And then you're going to be in trouble. <laughs> and you're going to get exposed. Yes. You're going to be in trouble. Happen. You're absolutely going to be in trouble. I thought it was great that you said, with patience, you have to be impatient. Yes. But you can't get frustrated. No. No. And that, yeah, for me, it was, okay, well, um, why am I not playing? What can I do differently? I have to be better. I have to be better. All right, well, then that's not good enough. Then I have to be twice as good, right? And for me, it was the challenge of getting to a place where it's undeniable. You, you have to play me because I'm that good. I'm that efficient. I'm strong at both ends of the floor. So it actually helped me you know, because I was coming off the bench for the first two years. And it was like, okay, I have to figure this out. I have to be, right? So I used it as a source of motivation, not to get frustrated and complain yeah, and whine about but, it. But you were be re being responsible for your own self-determination. It's also the strength, too, of being able to tell, you know, your family members and your friends to shut up. Because, you know, they'll be in, be in my, oh, you should be starting. Oh, you should be playing. I don't know what they're doing. Shut up. <laughs> if I'm not playing, I need to get better at this. I need to get better at that. There's things I can control, and this is what I'm going. But unfortunately, there's a lot of noise, a lot of outside noise from friends and, you know, former coaches and all sorts of stuff filling your head with nonsense. And you have to be able to have the strength to edit that and say, no, uh-uh, I don't want to hear it. This is on me. you're new to the impact secret podcast show welcome to the family to my existing family thank you for joining as always is much appreciated on this podcast show we shift the mindset from or through personal development and business i am your humble host ed for all you smart and intelligent folks out there that just simply means ed now Pull up to the dinner table. I got some stories to tell. There's three impact secret values I, I hope and I plan to deliver out of this show that I hope that you take in and that you can go execute right away. Value point number one. Curiosity. Be curious about your craft. Value point number two. Adversity. Value point number three, which is one of my favorites, and I really started doing more of in this imagination. Today's show is entitled Obsessiveness, the journey to success. Obsessiveness, the journey to success. As you guys know, Mr. Fist's slogan is never rest in the middle. Always rest in the end. Let's get into today's 
show. You know, family, I fell in love with that clip right there that I played for you at the beginning. And the reason why I fell in love with that clip is because there were a couple things that we can extract out of that clip that applies to all of our lives, pending how you view and what you want out of life. You see, one of the things that really arrested my attention was when he talked about the journey and the end goal. You see, a lot of times, family, I'm guilty of it and I'm raising my hand and I'm making a confession to you today, right now, when you hear this episode, is I will no longer think that way. I've made it up in my mind that sometimes in life, you have to make a decision to take a stance because if you don't make this stance of what I'm about to discuss and tell you in a moment, then you won't understand that you will just it will just be a loop of life. You see what he said there is that he said when he talks to young players, a lot of young players, they always focus their their, their focus is the end goal, not the journey. You see, I remember when I was young, and maybe this is why I don't like taking road trips anymore, but the journey in going to a particular destination of going to your destination was always exciting. We would get in the vehicle and we would take that road trip and it was exciting because along the way, you knew eventually you were getting to your destination, but the journey, the experience, the things we discussed, the fun we had on our way there sometimes was more enlightening and more adventurous than the actual journey. I mean, excuse me, than the actual location itself. And I got, I removed When I thought about that, when I, after I heard that clip, I said, wow, ooh, I lost my way. You see, I lost my way is because I, 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 I became more excited. I became more determined about the end goal than the actual journey itself, the opportunity to go through the adversity, the opportunity to have the curiosity, the opportunity to dream bigger than what the reality is trying to show me, which I'm not buying into. I forgot I got lost along the way. That's why I entitled this the obsessiveness, the journey to success, because when you study I don't care who you're the, someone that you look up to that has, I don't want to say in a sense made it, but let's make it, let's, let's make it real clear uh, that has had the type of success that you would like to emulate. They always talk about the journey. I seen a clip of uh, someone on YouTube. I'm not going to um, say their name. Um, and, and I mean, it's not some negative, but it, reason why I love the clip of what she said is because she was saying that she talked about the realm of entrepreneurship and how P 
people describe what entrepreneurship is and what entrepreneurship truly is. And I could relate to that so well because I've tried and I actually not tried. I've actually done a lot of different things in the realm of entrepreneurship, looking to find my way, testing out different ideas that didn't end up working and and. And you're just asking yourself, okay, when is this going to, when is it going to click? When is it going to work? And a lot of times that is not discussed. See, it wasn't discussed when Kevin Hart, um, and I forgot what the time span was. I think he actually did stand-up comedy at, at local clubs for, I mean, year after year after year. And it wasn't having the, the, the true success that he had now where he was, you know, he's, he created a, a, a production company. He has, you know, movies that are doing extremely well. His comedy point I'm trying to make is a lot of times we get lost in the end goal. We get lost in the, what is it going to feel like when we accomplish that instead of what is it feeling like going through what we're going through? How does that taste of success of knowing that we did it another day that we got up earlier than we expected to get up to go chase our dream? I family make a commitment, as I stated, I make a commitment to no longer think of the end goal. Yes, I know what I want. I know what I need. But along the way, I have to stay in the path that is there for me, meaning honing my craft, meaning I'm going to have to continue to get up early, even though I don't want to, I don't, I would rather sleep in, I would rather rest my eyes as the old folks would say. But I understand that when you have a purpose upon your life, just because you got called you still have to answer the phone. Ooh, I think I like that. Even though you got called, now I can remix it now for this day and age, even though you may have received a text message, a text notification, you still have to respond back to the text to let that other person know on the other side that you received what they said. And because of that family, I know that Nowadays, we have to gear our mindset to a place of the journey. We have to understand that when you look at some of the great ones, like I was saying, that you admire, that they were willing to do what others were unwilling to do to get the outcomes that others were not achieving. When you when you say Kobe Bryant, the first thing that they talk about is his dedication and his hard work. They don't even mention the rings first. They say, oh, Kobe was a hard worker. And sometimes in life we get blinded by when people say, oh, that person is a is a hard worker, but we don't dig down into the root of what is the hard work. There are a lot of hard workers out here. But what separated Kobe, in my opinion, from a lot of his peers was the detail to what he was working on. Okay, today I'm coming out and I'm going to work on this particular shot all day. 
All right. Tomorrow I'm going to come out and I'm going to work on this. It was detailed in a way. So then when he put everything together, it looked great. See, my mom is uh, from Louisiana. And if anyone from Louisiana know what I'm about to talk about, they know where I'm going with this. And I remember when I first taste this soup like dish, I will say. And how she made it was there was boiled white rice as the base. And then in the in the bigger bowl, there was a mixture of vegetables, seafood and meat. Now, when you put all of that together into one bowl. It's called gumbo. But what I loved was the process. You see, she would have to take the seafood, the shrimp and clean the shrimp. And when she would have to take the vegetables and clean the vegetables and then she would she would create the the basing of the soup, meaning the the the, the juice of the soup. And then she would have to put all of these different ingredients and the seasoning and, and everything together into one bowl to create this masterpiece in which I would tear it. I mean, it would, oh, it would be so amazing. And what I realized it was, and every time she made this dish, I knew when it was going down because I would hear Luther Vandross in the background. See, Luther would play at various occasions and it would always be when this dish was being made and when she was cleaning and when I heard Luther being played, I said, OK, one or two things are happening. Either she is cleaning something or this gumbo is about to be made. So I would run upstairs with excitement, you know, well, I would pause because I wanted to see if it was cleaning going on. Well, I know I need to go back and hide because she's going to fuss at me about I'm getting in her way. But when I when I when I smelt that aroma, I was like, oh, it's showtime. Let me make sure that I don't eat anything for the day, because I know once this goes down, we're going to be grubbing. And you can smell the aroma just tickling your nose and I'm getting hungry as I'm even talking about it right now. But when we got up there and I mean, I got up there and I, I, I asked, I would always ask for a sample and she would tell me, son, I would love to give you a sample, but number one, it's not ready yet. And number two, there's a process in which if I give you a sample, you won't get the full spectrum and the full taste of everything being combined. I said, oh, watch your mouth, mama. So I would wait until the process has completed itself and then I would have me some gumbo. See, family, and that's what I'm sharing with you here today is, is that that when you are going after something, you have to think about it as being like gumbo because it's 
sort of is, is, is like this, is that you want to be this per- particular person or you want to achieve this particular success. And then you got to understand that there's a mixture of things that goes along. There's the adversity aspect of things. It's the curiosity thing uh, of aspects. It's the the obstacles that test you to see how bad or I should say if this is something that you're just interested in or you're committed to then there is the outside noise the outside noise is what a lot of people get distracted from meaning that they play into what other people think about them and I shared with you yesterday if you haven't checked that episode out where I discuss what really kind of woke me up about outside noise was If they're not in the arena with you, meaning they're not doing what you're doing, then their critique of what you're doing does not matter. So family, when you're when 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 you're going through this this gumbo of of achieving your success, you have to understand that this is a process. And I, I I'll be I'll be truthfully honest with you. I'm not going to to do what others do when they say when. <laughs> let me calm down because I'm getting excited here because I know I'm about to drop some. When you hear other people say and talk about the process and you know hey it's a process but they don't really give you the details behind the process meaning when you want something you have to be willing to start becoming so curious curiosity uh sparking your mind and finding different ways to learn and finding what what is working and what is not working because i know for me I was I I was getting frustrated because I was trying to figure out why if I'm getting up earlier, why am I not accomplishing more? Am I just being busy just to be busy or 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 what is going on? So I started critiquing my time. I started getting up at 250 instead of getting up at three or 310 or even sometimes four. And because I reason why I did that is because I noticed when I would get up, it would take me almost 20 minutes just to like literally wake up. And because of that, I said, I have to do something about it, because if I want to achieve the goals that I want to achieve, there's some changes I have to make. And Kobe, and that's what Kobe talked about in that clip. He said that he was so, now just think about it. This man won five championships. He's considered one of the greatest players of all time. At least from, at least in the, in the Lakers organization. But let's be honest, he's one of the greatest. Uh, of course, Michael Jordan, in my humble opinion, but I digress, is the greatest. And then my second player after that would be Kobe. But just imagine sitting on the bench for two years, knowing you should be out there, knowing that you can contribute more, but you're not getting the the respect of being able to play. Instead of getting frustrated at the system, you go back and you work on you. 
See, that's another challenge, family, that we have a lot of times. Sometimes we get so mad. Okay, I know you guys are not going to be honest and transparent with me, so let me do it for you. I get so mad at the system. I get so frustrated at what's going on and the fact that how did this person get ahead of me and they didn't even they didn't even do half of the work. And I become mad at the person or I shouldn't say really mad, but frustrated with a person in the system that I forget. I can only control what I can control. So I start asking myself, have I done everything possible to achieve the success in whatever that particular thing is? And that's what Kobe was saying. He was like, I have to. I have to take that frustration and channel it. I've Michael Jordan even told I have to take take that frustration and channel it to be better. But what comes with that is the sacrifice. The sacrifice of knowing that, yeah, maybe genetically you may have some gifts that other people don't have. But as you know, as we follow Carol uh, Dweck in her book, Mindset, you have to have that growth mindset of being willing to work on your craft, fail, work on your craft, success, work on your craft, fail, work on your craft, uh, craft success. So what I'm saying, family, is, is that our goal is to get better each and every day. Our goal is to strive for uh, excellence each and every day. But it's a journey. It's a true journey. And I tell you, this journey is not fun. It's not. I wish I could tell you that when you're getting ready to go after your dream or if you're in the process right now, that it's going to be fun. It's not. It's not going to be fun because of the fact that of that you have to be willing to make the commitment that others can't commit to. And that's the not the fun part. The the fun part I will tell you is when you figure something out and then you move on to the next step and you continue to grow that way, but the other aspects of it is not fun. I don't care who tells you that. I, I just, I don't, for me, I'll just say for me personally, it's not fun because you, you have to go through various stages and you have to be willing to do some task that may be mundane or boring to excel so you can prepare to excel at. I think when I think about obsessiveness the two people who always come to my mind are uh jordan and michael jordan and kobe and i think that reason why they come to mind is because the what they they understood that the fame and the recognition of being able to sell, you know, merchandise and do commercials and everything else that came with it. What the, the foundation was because of their their willingness to be committed to their craft and to continue 
continually always be on the lookout to learn something that will apply to their craft. I think sometimes we forget that we have to accept failure and, uh, and, and to expect it, but it stretches us past our current limits. It stretches us past what we ever could have thought could have happened. I know personally just making this decision to do, you know, to create these shows every day, I ask myself, is it, you know, Am, am I adding any value? I always ask you guys that family, am I adding any value? Cause I'm looking at where are people clicking on the link on my, you know, the links I have in the show notes and, you know, and, and I can tell if I'm getting any particular traffic and just to look at that and say, do I, why, why should I keep, you know, doing this? I'm not getting the clicks that I thought, but maybe I am. How many clicks did I think I should be getting or on these links where I'm providing additional value? Who am I comparing my success to? There's people out there. I was doing some research on um, a couple podcast shows and I was looking and I was kind of I looked at where they started and then where they were at. And what was unique is that their views were extremely low because they were filming it on YouTube as well, were extremely low at the beginning. And then, you know, over time, I say probably about the about the 20th or or about the 20th or 30th episode you start seeing a little more traction. I mean, it went from maybe 50 views to 60 views to, you know, maybe a hundred views. And then it continued as, but as they continue to put out content, it continued to grow. And I was thinking, and that this is over a two year span. So in two years, I'm looking at like, they got about, you know, 60, 70 shows or whatnot. And I'm saying to myself, okay, I'm not doing that. I'm doing a show every day because I want to get better. So that means I'll borrow from Elon Musk and I, uh, I may, I'm a paraphrase because I don't know the exact quote, but he was saying that if somebody is working 40 hours a week and you're working 80 out 80 hours a week, there's a likelihood that you'll, you'll be able to, in so many words, figure it out faster. Something like that. That's what I got out of it. Basically, what he's saying is the more work you put in, the more chances you have to see what's working well and what's not working well and make those adjustments along the way. Plus, you I'm remixing it and saying it gives you an opportunity to work on your craft, work on your structure. So family, when you are in a position to chase your dream and it may not be the way that you've imagined it yet, I recommend that you continue to keep going. 
the reason why I've had what you've considered maybe success in, let's say, at the education realm of, of, you know, getting a degree is because when people gave up on doing the degree of completing their, their degree, I kept going. I only kept going because I felt like I didn't have any plan B. I didn't know, you know, I, I was just like, what I got to lose, I got to keep going. And again, those sometimes <clears throat> we forget about the mentalities that we form in difficult and pressure situations. Because once we get past it, we're like, whew, I'm, I'm so glad. Let's let's move on. But those mentalities is something that we should be expanding on. We should be expanding on those mentalities because if you were able to get past that situation or that particular adversity, that particular mentality that you have should serve as the foundation and then you build upon that. And sometimes family, we're, we're, it's just human nature. We just forget, like like I said, once you get past it, you're like, oh, hope I don't have to go through nothing else again like that. Oh man, that was hard. But what makes you great, based on what I've, what I've started studying and been studying, is the ability to show up again and again and do what others don't want to do. So when I, I challenge you, family, to continue to work on yourself, start with self, and then outward project. I hope one day that when I look back at all, uh, you know, look back at these these episodes that I've created, that I could say that every episode I continue to get better, that I can hear the the growth and what was actually being the the growth and how I started and to where I'm at, and think of ways to get better. Than where, you know, than where I was, where I'm currently at. Because the more I become fearless about failure, the more I'll be able to achieve higher, higher goals that have been set. And like I mentioned, we have to, we have to know that everything is really in the journey than it is in the actual goal. Because if you ever think about it, have it, have you ever bought things that you've all, you, you may have wanted, maybe you've been saving up money or, you know, or you bought it outright, however, and you said, oh, I really want that thing. You get it and then you use it. And then it's like, ah, you, it, it loses its, 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 its value in a sense versus when, Maybe you wanted that that car and or that home and you were living in a six or seven hundred square foot apartment and you putting you're putting money aside every week to make sure you have the down payment and you and instead of going to the clubs or instead of going, you know, out to eat or instead of buying the new Jordans or the, you know, Gucci or um, you know, any other thing like that or purchase a new car. You sacrifice all of those things because you know this is what you want. And then when you get the home, it's so much sweeter because you know you did everything possible. 
I'll close with this family Whatever you're going through right now Or whatever you will go through I like what Jordan said When he said Failure always made me try harder The next time So don't fear Whatever your dream is Or your purpose that's been placed upon you Or whatever you've discovered Because just as bad as it wants you You need it So if you're willing To get up early Or stay up late Whatever is required Remember Remember the journey Remember the adversity Remember that curiosity that clicked in When you're there But dream bigger than what you think can happen Or what your reality is showing you right now Because reality Yeah it's, it's reality However, your imagination is 10 times, 20 times bigger than your reality. And you can get those two aligned if you're willing to put in the required work for your field, the required work for whatever you choose to do in life. This has been an Impact Secret Podcast show. I go by the name of E.D., And as always, time is something you can never get back. So I appreciate your time today. And I wish you guys well. Remember, become become obsessed and enjoy the journey along the way. And I'm out.